1: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com
2: slash recommend today. Jason Munns, Tiger basketball beat writer for the commercial appeal. Amani Bates in trouble with the law, Jeffrey. Munns, I was going to ask you some recruiting questions and we'll get to that because it does seem like Penny has been very active on the recruiting trail. But the news today, I guess, sort of related to Memphis. Amani Bates. Was arrested overnight on two felony gun charges up in Ypsilanti, Michigan. Now, his lawyer, he's since been, or he's being released from jail on his own recognizance. His lawyer has said publicly and in court, in a court hearing today, that uh, Amani simply borrowed a car from someone else and there happened to be two guns in the car he had he he was unaware you know my gut tells me if that story's true like this shouldn't really derail his career he has been i think Eastern Michigan has said while the case is pending because it's felony charges he's been indefinitely sidelined like he can't practice with the team um yep. and I, you know so and that's pretty a pretty common uh Regulation at universities. If you're under investigation for a felony, um, but if the story's true, it sounds like you know maybe it'll get down downgraded the charge in some form or fashion. But regardless, Amani Bates, the former uh, Ballyhooed recruit here at Memphis, um, spent the night in a in a drunk tank. Unfortunately, um, I, I'm curious, months like I, I kind of I know there's going to be a natural reaction to kind of go, oh, man, look at what's happening to this guy. But I really don't think, like, honestly, like, if the story's true, it, it doesn't feel like something we should, like, judge him on, basically. You know, like, I, I'm sure he's going to have to do some stuff with the legal system, you know. He, he But I, it doesn't sound like there was an intent to commit a crime here, and I don't think it's something that should, you know, cause harm, irreparable harm to his career.
0: Yeah, yeah I mean, yes, it's natural to sort of jump to conclusions when you see – Um, you know, when, when, when news, uh, like this breaks, but, you know, that being said, like the, the, the claim, the the counterclaim that came out very, it came out very quickly where his lawyer came out and said, listen, there's way more to this than, you know, uh, meets the eye as it, as it, as it were, um, You know, like it's it's we're we're going to talk about it. We're going to defend it, Um, and so yeah. So I mean, like you, you do kind of hope, no matter what, no matter whether this was whether it was a um, whether it went well here or not, whether he was still here or not. You kind of just hope that uh, you don't wish this sort of thing on anybody necessarily to have to go through something like this. But it does, you know. It's it is yet another whether it's a long chapter or a short chapter, it's another curious chapter uh, of the Imani Bates story. Um, You know, I mean, it's, it's been, it's been a rough couple of years for him uh, mainly because things did not go well here. Um, And then you had the whole off season where it was like, he's transferring, but then is he transferring to Louisville? Is he transferring to Arkansas? No, is it Michigan? No, it ends up being Eastern Michigan. Is so he anyway, going to try yeah. to come
1: back to Memphis?
0: Right, right. There was that part of it, too, where uh, his dad was, you know, sort of like trying to uh, mend fences a little bit and get him back here. But, um, yeah, it's been – it's unfortunate, I don't know if it's unfortunately for him or what, but it does seem like uh, there's a lot of soap opera-like stuff. Um, in the past couple of years of his, really for the last five or six years of his, of his life.
2: Well, it's it's interesting. It also is happening on the same day we're getting a report from Sham Sharania that the NBA and MBPA, the players' association, are seem to be trending towards changing the draft age back to eighteen. So now you yeah. you know it it appears all of a sudden very soon we'll, we'll be back to the era, uh, you know, one and done will potentially be done um, in the in the, tra- in, in the traditional sense of the definition. And I'm sure there'll be some guys who go to college for one year and then leave. But now you're going to be, you know, it sounds like they're trending back towards allowing high schoolers to leave. And I, I wonder if that would have, you know, it feels like Amani Bates would have benefited from something like that. Also, you know, in terms of he would have gotten picked much higher based on just potential. What he have? Before he got to Memphis? I don't know man. When they had that pro day, I guess you're right. Yeah. When if he had gone to like he might have had even if even if he declared for draft, but what if he like skipped the combine and right. stuff like that? Like I think I think this. I think if he's able to go straight out of high school, now he would have probably had to have last year anyways because of remember how young he you know, he was right. a right. year he, younger or class, whatever. Yeah. Um, but still you know, I'm not saying his career is better in the end, but I think he has a better shot of making it to the NBA. Like right now, it feels like a crapshoot whether he makes it to the NBA. I think that's true. Amani Bates. Before right. he arrived to Memphis, was getting drafted in the first round in some former fashion. Whether it was as high mm-hmm. as people thought, I don't know. But you know what I mean? Like it's 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 an interesting th- thing, if you will, to you're, attach to this. Yeah,
0: you're probably right. But to Jeffrey's point, like. You remember how quickly uh, the narrative changed, like, almost in real time when those measurements and stuff started coming out on Pro Day. It, like, people were, people were. I mean, you know, it, it, it was sort of trending in a, in the wrong direction even yeah. before he got to Memphis, remember, because he, you know, didn't play uh, uh-huh.
1: at at. Well, that, that, that grassroots summer, yeah. Gary told the story that a coach kind of came up to him one time, and he's, he was kind of kidding, but kind of not. It's like, so Imani Bates
2: isn't good, huh?
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So but I, I do I do still think you're right.
2: I think I think probably he If he doesn't been, make it, it's not gonna be because of this. You know what I mean? Right, like right. he might not make it, but I think it's I, I agree think, with you. On I God. don't think it's gonna be because of getting you know, spending the night in a in a drunk in a drunk tank. No, and
0: I do think you're right that um that had this had he had the ability to uh skip college, that he would have had a better shot at like things would have been better short term, as as far as his NBA prospects are concerned, than they are now, than they are the way they have gone. You know, the fact that he had to go to Memphis and now he's had to go to Eastern Michigan and all that stuff.
2: I'm I'm rooting for him. I hope he has like he's like one of those guys who just puts up a bunch of numbers at Eastern Michigan. I think that be. I think it's reasonable. I don't know. Again, I don't know if he's like a, ever going to be the top end NBA prospect he was at billed to be. But, like, he could be a guy who have, who's, like, a fun fun college player at Eastern Michigan. That's what I'm hoping for him.
0: Even if he's, like, a second-round choice, though, or something like that, or, you know, somebody takes a, a, a free agent flyer on him or whatever, um, that's still, like, even if he makes the NBA, it is still a very far fall from grace compared to where he was, you know what I mean, as far as projections and hype and all that oh, yeah. stuff. like it's yeah, he that, was, that, that that star burnt burned very brightly. He wouldn't uh, be the first
2: right, though. There's a lot of guys no, like you're that. Right. You know?
1: I guess though my always my question was always this Is he a victim of getting overhyped? Which there's clearly an element of that. hmm Or how much of this was
2: he never uh, developed because he was mismanaged. You know what I mean? Certainly. Pulling
1: him, yeah, pulling him out of
0: Lincoln High School. Yeah. I don't know if I he was ever
2: would... the next Kevin Durant. Right. But it did feel like it he felt had like that stunted development to an extreme degree. There were several years there, and you could maybe even say currently, in which he's been mismanaged by yeah, the, pe- by the got, adults around him.
0: When he got pulled out of Ypsilanti Lincoln High School, I think that, was, that did not do him any favors whatsoever.
2: Yeah. So hopefully, uh, hopefully this is a short-lived episode in a uh, nice comeback story. Uh, for Amani Bates. Um switching to the current team, the future team, I guess we're only I mean we're sitting here months It's you know, Grizzlies Media Day is a week from today. I believe the Tigers start practice in what, week and a half?
0: Yeah, it's not far it's not far off. The uh, the 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 usually um, the practice that the media the one practice that the media is allowed to attend is uh, if it's not the first practice that they're allowed to have, it's you know that same week, and um, it's uh, September 30th is when uh, is when the media and stuff will be able, allowed to go see that practice. So, Yeah, it's not it's right around the corner.
2: Well, that is that's uh, fantastic, but it's interesting because it's you know it's not we're not full on practice. It's a big recruiting time for these coaches. Probably like the last time their attention is. the majority of their attention is on recruiting. And I'm curious, as the beat writer, can you make sense for me? I've seen a lot of different tweets, reports, whatever you want to call them, from different recruiting analysts about different recruits that either Memphis is recruiting, that's coming to visit soon, Um, speculation about if those visits indicate when Memphis Madness is. Make sense of it for me. Lay out the recruiting landscape. For Memphis basketball, as you see it right now, um, with the background of this year's team is set, and but next year's team feels like uh, y- there's not a lot of guys you can definitely p- uh, put in pen on the roster for next season.
0: Yeah, I mean, to me, that's kind of the headline here is that if you if you pay attention to what uh, Memphis is doing out. You know, in, as far as recruiting is concerned, at this stage right now, it, it it's pretty clear. Uh, two things are clear. Um, number one, the whole uh, I'm not going after high school guys anymore. Um, you know, I'm only I'm only going to look in the transfer portal, or I'm going to go for the majority of the guys in the transfer portal. That seems to be, at least as we sit here today, uh, a one year deal. That was that was only that was only the approach this year because they are going uh, fast and furiously after, um, after a lot of high school guys. And, and uh, the, the other part of it is, you know, because they appear to be going so uh, hot and heavy out there right now. I mean, I think you can, you know, take away from that, that they're not expecting, you know, like you don't have to see what they're doing on the, on the trail to, to, know that they're going to have quite a few spots to fill. You know, Kendrick Davis is going to be done after this season, um, and, and he's not alone. You know, DeAndre Williams won't be back. Alex Lomax won't be back. Um, you know, so, like, you've got – and there and there are more. Like So, like, you can reasonably assume somewhere in the neighborhood of six to eight openings, if not more, um, going into yeah. the next season. And so, you know, but – so then all that being said – I think it's very clear they 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 need a point guard. We just I just mentioned they're going to lose Kendrick Davis and Alex Lomax, and you know, they're making strides to do that. They've got um, visits set up. I think one visit is this coming weekend uh, with Jalen Lowe. Um, I did a story on him a couple of weeks ago. Uh, his His dad, Marlon Lowe, is a longtime sort of grassroots. Uh, coach institution in the state of Texas. He's very close with John Lucas, who, oh, by the way, is very close with Penny Hardaway. Um, so they're coming in for a visit this weekend. Uh, Dre Gibbs Lawhorn is another point guard uh, who Memphis is, is going after. Um, and he's uh, scheduled to come in for a visit later this month as well. So uh, that seems to be, you know, kind of priority number one is to go out and find a point guard. Um, but they're going after, you know, they're not just going after point guards. Uh, they, they were in today to see Eric Daly, um, who's a four-star forward uh, down in South Florida. And um, another four-star forward that they're going to see today is Carl Carl Sharon Fant, who uh, visited Memphis last spring. And I uh, actually uh, corresponded with him earlier today. He said they're coming by to see him before practice and after practice. He's got... Meetings with the, with everybody on staff is uh, down there in Florida right now to see him and and hmm. and, and a few others. So
1: interesting. How, how much does Ashton Hardaway factor into this? I think a lot. I
0: mean, I, I I think you know until until he's not until like until somebody comes out and says you know he doesn't want to play for his dad or his dad would rather him go play you know like. Until His dad doesn't says, want
2: him to have the pressure of playing at Memphis or something like that,
0: right? Right, which seems unlikely because he he, he has Jaden here. So yeah, um, but so yeah, until to me, until he says I would rather go play at X school or Y school, I think you got to kind of assume that that Memphis is at least the odds-on favorite to get Ashton Hardaway, which is which is good. He's like a top. What is he? Is the he, last got, he I last time I
2: looked I, I thought it was interesting this past week he got offered by Kansas. He got a can right, exactly. he, he got a Kansas offer. Like this is not another Jaden Hardaway. I don't know if he's going to be as good as Penny Hardaway, but it's also not Jaden Hardaway. This is like a guy who would be if his name wasn't Hardaway would be a type of caliber recruit Memphis would go after.
0: And certainly no slight to to Jaden. Yeah. I was actually talking to somebody earlier today. Um who has gotten some reports back from the practices and scrimmages in in recent weeks? You've said, who said who told me that Jaden um, is actually playing really really well. So
2: um, as long as he but, plays the way he like his role, like he's a player that can help you, and that's what he seems yeah. to know what his role is.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, some yeah, you need yeah, like every team can benefit from a Jaden Hardaway type guy, and, and um, obviously that's that. Yeah, he knows his role, and hopefully, it. Uh, hopefully, uh, well,
2: I think it'd be interesting it if he, he, you know, him and Ashton would play. You know, I think Jaden has another year left after this, actually, because he yeah, redshirted. So. And he has the COVID year. Um, right, he can come back
0: for the COVID year. Yeah. yeah,
2: and so he could play with Ashton. I think they're half brothers, but still, like they could. You know, that would be kind of a nice little uh, gimmick, if you will. Yeah. Um, to go along. Well, it's it, it's interesting, interesting times for Memphis because it's. You know, I don't think the way Penny did it this year, I guess he could do it that way every year in terms of roster building with so many transfers. But it does feel like it would be easier if you're only having to bring in, you know, three or four transfers a year, not like six or seven or eight.
1: I am curious to see if the transfer portal cools down a little bit in the sense of there were so many guys because of COVID years and whatnot. The portal had so many guys that were older guys, and I think there was more of a value on that. I am curious yeah. to see as time goes on and we get out of guys having, I don't know, do they have three years left, do they have two years left? Mm-hmm. I am curious to see if it's still, like, the the recruiting, like, it almost feels like at times, like, unless you're going after the top of the top high school, mm-hmm. like, it almost feels like you're building your roster with that or filling out your roster with that. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I would, I would say that's probably true, but there's still that – Deal they're kicking around about unlimited transfers. Yeah. I remember, so uh, like yeah. if that gets passed, then uh, then then it could get worse, not better.
2: Muns, we appreciate not less. We appreciate it, man. We'll talk to you next week. All right, bye, y'all. That's Jason Muns, Tiger Basketball beat writer for the Commercial Appeal.
1: Baseball is back, and so is MLV.tv. Watch every out-of-market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices anywhere, anytime, all season long.